the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Welcome to Hour 2 of tonight's Andrea K. Show on this Monday, kicking off this week here. Good grief, how many more people are going to throw their hat in the ring um, for president? We know that Tim Scott, he already announced his candidacy uh, a week or so ago. We were at the, my general manager and I went to the Lincoln-Reagan dinner Saturday night, which was put on by the San Diego Republican Party. Oh, by the way, I forgot to bring in my man. Reintroduce him at the top of the hour. It's none other than DJ Potato Skews. And I am not running for president. <laughs> Why not? You've got as much chance of winning president as Nikki Haley. I think I've got more. You know, I mean, and really, why are all these people running? There's some dude, Grugan or Grubin or whatever his name is. Never even heard of the guy. He's, he's governor of North Dakota. Chris Christie. Chris Christie has as much chance of winning the lottery as he does of being on a billboard for, you know, how to lose weight. I'll just put it that way. Okay. No chance. Zero chance of winning the presidency. And he knows it. Nikki Haley, she knows she can't win. Of Vivek Ramaswamy, no way. No way. Not a chance he can win. There was a time where I was like, hey, the more the merrier. Tim Scott, interesting guy. We're going to play some clips from him in a second. I do like Tim Scott. I like Tim Scott. Anybody here? Cornell West has a better shot of winning the presidency than Tim Scott. Cornell West. Last hour, Tom DeBacar, I said, why are all they throwing their hat in the ring? Well, they're counting on Trump being taken out with all these lawsuits. No, I don't think that they're counting on him being taken out with the lawsuits. I think it's all part of, of just trying to damage him. I think that the Republican establishment would rather have a Democrat win, including Joe Biden, than Donald J. Trump, because this is a this is once again, Trump is the outsider that they're trying to keep from going into D.C., especially trying to stop the man who they have. He is not the same person from 2020. Right. Uh, He's not the same person from 2016. He's been persecuted probably more since 2020 than he even was when he was in the office, in the Oval Office. It's not right. This man knows what it's like to be on the receiving end. This man is burnt. He's been burnt by the Republican Party. He's been burnt by the U.S. government. He's being burnt by people right and left. Who better to want to go in and clean house? And they want to have him be so damaged. They're, 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 it's, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Their argument is, the DeSantis people had the argument that... Um, that Trump can't win the general. Well, you're well. That that's that's something that you're trying to 
uh, make happen. Well, they're scared, Andrea, because they know if he's in there, they're toast. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, if you care about this country, truly care about this country, and you know you don't have a shot of winning the presidency, the only reason why you're throwing your hat in the ring is because you're a greed head, you're thinking somehow it's going to put some money in your pockets, or you're trying to damage the one guy who can win and and the, giving us one last chance at saving this country. Because that's what it is. Because that's what it is. And that includes DeSantis. Oh, well, you know, it's going to take two two terms. Why would it take two terms? In fact, one of the biggest mistakes Trump made was ever having any conversation with anybody about reelection. And that includes the midterms. He should have said, don't even speak to me about any reelection campaign until we've gotten the following agenda items done. Because if you want to secure reelection, you will fulfill the will of the American people. We're here to do a job, and the job is not to run re-election. So the fa- that's, another, that's another chink against DeSantis for me. He's already talking two terms. If that's where your focus is, walking in the door. You haven't even done anything yet. You, you haven't even done anything yet. And then what that means is, in order, then, then they've got the, the Uniparty telling them, you, well, you can't do this, or, you won't, or, or we, we, we won't win the midterms. And you know that's exactly what they did to Trump. Trump should have said, I don't give a crap about the midterms right now. This this new Congress just got sworn in. Don't talk to me about the midterms. I was one before who always said, too, that iron sharpens iron. And I wanted to see all the Republican candidates on the stage that I feel like that always flushes out the best arguments and and it makes the cream rise to the top. Um, But there are some people today. Raheem Kassam uh, from National Pulse was saying today that, you know, if, if there was a good strategy behind that. Fine. If that could somehow advance conservatism through that, great. Otherwise, we're watching it really for blood sport, where the Republicans are attacking each other for for blood sport. And that's not really a good they thing. They should all be going after Biden. Well, what do you think? 888-344-1170. Do you guys think you, you, you like the idea of, of all of them on the stage? Do you think everybody at this point, given the poll numbers, should coalesce around Trump? And let me tell you, one of the DeSantis's arguments is that uh, Trump is too damaged with all these lawsuits and he's going to be going into court, da, da, da. No, actually, they said initially that all these lawsuits and Alvin Bragg was going after him because that would ensure that he got on the ticket. Um, that's really some seriously twisted knowledge. The Democrats are, are going after Trump because he's who the threat is. He's who the threat is. Even Zelensky said that he had, he was fearful of Trump in 2024. That's why they haven't let up for for the day since he came down that escalator, Andrea. Yeah, uh, I somebody retweeted today a letter that um, Ron DeSantis signed when he was in Congress uh, supporting Ukraine and and assisting Ukraine. Back in, I guess that was 2013 or, or whatever it was. So that's which is explain which explains why DeSantis is very squishy and goes back and forth and flip flops on the on the topic of Ukraine. Um, <coughs> Trump is the one that the Uniparty fears, and that tells me that's the one that we should be supporting. And I know that Trump has said some dopey things in recent days. He tweeted on True Social, Magadonia, you know, about MAGA and we're Magadonia, we're this, we're that. And, and it was kind of a lame, kitschy, cheeky way to try to keep unity among MAGA because that's part of what the Republican Party is trying to do. That's what all these 15 people, it's all about trying to piece apart and tear apart MAGA. 
And we need to reinforce the fact, no matter how much somebody might love Trump, MAGA is really about a movement, not a man. If Trump were to die today, would we not want MAGA to stay intact? Because MAGA is about a restoration of America. It's not about one man. He put a name on it. He put a face to the movement. But the movement was really 75 million Americans that voted for that restoration of America. That's the movement. Yeah, I'm not even, don't get it twisted. I'm not calling RFK MAGA. But he said something very interesting. If you go to his website, his campaign website, there's a long video. You can check it out. And somewhere in that video, he talks about putting America first. And that's what it's about. It is. Um, you know, he, uh, uh, that, and that's why the Democrats don't want RFK on a debate stage. In any way. Now, I heard today that he thinks that all of our guns should be confiscated. Um, he's really anti-gun. Um, I don't know that I could ever vote for somebody if that if if they're going to get behind any kind of gun confiscation and a destruction of Second Amendment. I don't know that I can get behind him, but I ever. But I always wanted him in the race because you have an old school Democrat like this with the name of Kennedy on the stage calling out Joe Biden for the open borders, for the covid policies, for these junk vaccines that the CDC is now that the CDC is now admitting all the issues with the shots. The the thirty trillion dollars in debt, everything that RFK, the the lockdowns, the shutdowns, the weaponization of the government against us, the suppression of speech. You have a Democrat on the stage, man. Talk about blowing up the Democrat Party if you have somebody on the stage speaking like that. I did get. I did not get to the. Um, I'm going to take a break. We come back. We're gonna we're gonna play the the Tim Scott clips because I thought he did a brilliant job taking apart Sonny Hostin on the View today. And has has England gone communist now? Have they officially gone communist? We're going to share that story with you when we come back. They are putting something into trial over there, which absolutely is communism. Stay tuned. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Cornell West for president. Remember platform shoes, famalaris. Remember polyester shirts. Yeah. Think, think, uh, Greg Brady back when he hung the. Did you ever? You remember that episode of the Brady Bunch? Greg Bar- Brady uh, went funky. Yeah. <laughs> Got to get serious now. Um. So universal basic income. Y'all know what UBI is? That's where you get paid money by the government, i.e. your fellow taxpayers, for doing absolutely nothing. Think about that. How does that work? You do nothing, yet you get a check from the government. So the workers, so much for Workers Unite, right? The workers, the the uh, proletariats, are out there working in the factories and money gets taken from them to give to people who don't work. How long is that supposed to last in society? But that's communism. And that's coming to the UK. Here's their, they're doing a trial. <clears throat> it's going to be run by a, a, something called the Autonomy Think Tank where 30 people are going to be giving a monthly allowance of 1,600 pounds a month which is, I don't know the conversion rate. That's probably like $1,750 here. 
without any requirements. You're, they're just going to get a check. And the, this is going to take place in the town of Jarrow in the northeast of England and East Finchley area of North London. So I don't know London that much, but I think North London is where the poor people are. I could be wrong. The pilot scheme will also draft a control group that won't get any free cash in order for the researchers to measure the impact of the money on the lives of the participants. How do you measure impact uh, on lives of people who get no money? What's the point? I, I don't understand that. A control group who gets nothing. <laughs> Here, let's watch. Yeah, nothing's changing. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um. The director of the of the research said, quote, all evidence shows that it would directly alleviate poverty and boost millions of people's well-being. The potential benefits are just too large to ignore. Um, however, opponents of the socialist style scheme expressed concerns that giving people a universal basal income would create perverse incentives that could have massive ramifications on the labor market. Of course. Yeah, duh. Duh. Why would anybody work? Oh, because you can't live off of that little bit of money. I guess you can if you decide to all get together, four people together and live in a one bedroom. Hey, we saw that during COVID. People were getting government checks, didn't want to go back to work. Yeah. Exactly. How can people live off that? Well, because you add that to all the other entitlement schemes. I don't know about the UK, but I'm sure they've got entitlement programs going on. They've got the, the quote, free health care over there. They've got money, food programs or whatever, rental assistance. They've got low-cost housing uh, situations over there. People can easily not work because it, it, we've got we have so many of western civilization that's already turned socialist. And oh by the way, this is kind of crap that they, didn't I talk about the Dutch treat? This is not unlike the Dutch treat where, you know, legalized pot and then it, over in uh the Netherlands and in Scandinavia where, you know, drugs were legal and free flowing in pot bars and people could not work for years and I don't know if they had universal income over there, but everything's free, right? Like free education and free college and free healthcare and free this it didn't take a whole lot of money to live everybody's in these little urban areas so um the reality of this though is it it, well of course it's going to have ramifications it's a way to change culture look at the way they changed our culture with the communistic shutdown of our country under the guise of public health Look how they change culture. I, I i know very few people that go to movie theaters anymore people are people are, you do i still do you still do But how often are they really sold out? Well, yeah, it's interesting that you say that. It was a big thing that me and my kids on a lot of the big, you know, Marvel action movies, we would go opening night pre-COVID, usually sold out. You are lucky right now if you even get a half a theater. Yeah. So much of our culture has changed. People just staying at home and they want that. They want us disconnected from each other. They want us lazy. They want us fat. They want us drunk. They want us doing drugs. Because they want what they want is to change the culture from this country that was one of hard work and ambition, and that if you were willing to work hard enough for it, you could achieve it. The American dream. The American dream was a nice lifestyle. Let's be there, and they've demonized that. They want you to feel bad if you go to med school or if you become a lawyer or if you become a successful business person and you end up owning a nicer home than somebody else has, nicer cars and nicer this or that. That oh, you're you know you're this, you're that. They want to demonize it because. Because they ultimately want us all making the same amount of money, except the elites. 
I posted a meme a while back of an actor, I don't remember his name, and before he re- reportedly started taking this Ozempic, he was quite obese, and now he's skinny. And the left of the picture said, this is socialist leaders, and over here, this is, you know, the, the citizens. And the em- em- emaciated-looking uh, individual was the peasant. That's exactly what redistribution of wealth is. It, it, it ends up being the, unequal dis- the equal distribution of misery. This has already been tried everywhere. What kind of health care do you think you get in Cuba? In no country has it worked, Andrea. No. What, what, what kind of health care do you think the average citizen gets in Cuba when doctors are paid the same as a bartender? What kind of... Why, how, how does anybody, let alone why would anybody open up a business if they don't have any way to turn a profit? Because you've demonized profits. That's why there's no manufacturing. There's no innovation in these countries. It's all about trying to destroy it. Um. Oh, I was going to say something else on this topic. I can't, oh, I wanted to talk about uh, Eric Adams. Because how does this relate to Eric Adams? Eric Adams has said the, his his new suggestion. Because all of all of uh, all uh, every policy idea they have, no matter how disconnected, they may sound completely ir- irrelevant to each other. They may sound like they've got nothing at all to do with each other. But if you pay attention, you can connect the dots between every topic that the Democrats talk about. And if you start to pay attention, you can understand that it all has to do with communism. It all has to do with controlling our lives, uh, controlling how we live, that ultimately we'll own nothing and be happy. That's the end game for us. They're going to tell us what we can live in, how what the temperature should be set at, uh, and what the temperature in our home should be, what we're allowed to eat, what we're not allowed to eat. That we, are no, we have no country left, no sovereignty. We need to get an update, by the way, on the treaty with the World Health Organization. So here's Eric Adams with a great idea to solve the illegal alien problem. And guess what? It involves people's private homes. Clip one. We're disciplined and we're executing on it. It is my vision uh, to take the next step to this, to go to the faith-based uh, locales, and then move to uh, private residence. Uh, There are residents who are suffering right now because of economic challenges. They have spare rooms. uh, They have locales. And if we can find a way to get over the 30-day rule and other rules that government has in in its place, we can take that $4.2 billion, $4.3 it may be now, that we potentially have to spend, and we can put it back in the pockets of everyday New Yorkers, everyday houses of worship, instead of putting it in the pockets of corporations. And some of those corporations come from outside our city. We should- Hear that uh, communist income redistribution scheme? So here's the play. Through liberal policies, they've made it virtually impossible to be able to afford to live particularly in Democrat metropolitan areas. At the same time, they're flooding our country with illegal aliens into here that have no means to support themselves. So the federal government is now sending billions of dollars around to these Democrat cities. And this guy's, and Eric Adams' idea is we're going to take this government money and pay people to house these illegal aliens in their home. How many of those illegal aliens are, are drug addicts, drug traffickers, child traffickers, rapists? Also including uh, everyday uh, uh, houses of worship. $4.3 billion. 
And how many of these illegal aliens are just never going to leave? Going to take over. They're, t- they're literally taking over New York right now. Literally taking over New York. This, and this is a way for the government to get into your private home. Possession is nine-tenths of the law, right? So the government is going to get into your home, you New Yorkers, New Yorkers, New Yorkers, going to get into the home and start paying money towards the rent. That's a way to get uh, to, to get more Americans on the dole, more Americans to get dependent, and the government to be able to have access to controlling your home. Did I miss anything in connecting the dots on this story, Skins? This is very frightening. No, it's spot on. Like you said, people need to pay attention because they, on the surface, seem like they're different stories, but they're really not. No. And it all roads lead to communism. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. The government's going to control everything. You're going to be so happy to take in this MS-13 gang member because the government's going to be giving you money. Oh, is there going to be a hotline for the, for these for these property owners and the in these people when one of these gang members and one of these people there rapes their daughter, their four year old kid? Is there going to be a hotline? I'm not even being facetious. Let me remind you that a little girl, seven or eight years old, had sixty over sixty samples of different men, sixty DNA samples. You know what? Here's a really easy solution. Eric Adams, real easy solution, Democrats, seal the border. And by the way, for those, and I initially didn't like Trump going after Kaylee McEnany. Um, he called her milk toast. You know what? She is milk toast. That means, that means bland. That means that she's, she contributes nothing. She has no power. She's not a contributor. She's, she, she's weak in the face of the left pushing her. And she actually said, Americans don't want people who come across this border to be sent back. That's not how we are as Americans. That's not who we are as Americans. Skins, I, I want them to be sent back. I'm an, Because I am an American. Because we have no country when they're being brought here like this. Going to take a break. We come back. Did y'all hear about uh, the Little Mermaid star, Melissa McCarthy? At the WeHo Gay Pride Parade. We're going to share this story with you when we come back. I hate to do it because it's just that bad. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. It doesn't it always seem as though sin just grows and grows and grows. It just, it, it, it may start with, I mean, maybe that's not always the case. Um, seems like it is in today's society. It seems like it is. Evil just grows. It's like the monster that, you know, that you just. waiting for the check and it's not checked. Right. And that's, that's the case with the LBGTQIA+. You know, you know, community and and there's still some, you know, it used to be pride used to be about, you know, we're not going to, you know, we want to be out of the closet and we don't want homosexuality to be um, we don't want to have to hide who we are kind of thing. We want to be able to take pride in our lives like every other American. Right. It's all it was. It has now gone from that to. Graphic to to pedophilia. 
this movement is actually trying to normalize and legalize sex with children. We now have children being mutilated. We now have children being being recruited into the, quote, drag lifestyle. Yesterday at the West Hollywood Gay Pride Parade in which uh, Disney's, quote, Little Mermaid star, I guess they I guess they redid the new Little Mermaid starring Melissa McCarthy. I don't remember the original Little Mermaid. I certainly haven't seen the second one. She was on a float with um, above her head saying, say gay, which is obviously a reference to DeSantis's bill in Florida, which never had the words don't say gay. It was about not teaching pornographic crap and having adults talking to little children about their sex. It's called perversion, Melissa McCarthy. But then to make matters worse, because back, you know, back in like the 80s and the 90s, and like when I was at Xerox and worked with other gay people, it's like they just wanted, they wanted to be able to have the same as anybody else. If a married couple got to, got to go together at President's Club, they wanted to be able to bring their significant other to the President's Club. It's gone from that to recruiting children into sexual behavior. It's grooming. It's pedophilia. Every bit of it is. And and this West WeHo, this WeHo, West Hollywood Pride Parade yesterday, there was a float including BDS, BDSM, is that what it is? I don't even know what bondage, uh, you know, you know, the 50 shades of gray stuff openly being done on a float with children present. And what I said when I posted this on on Facebook today is I said, if your pride and I'm saying this to my uh, uh, to my gay friends, if your pride movement involves lewd acts of any kind, especially graphic sex in front of children, you should be ashamed of yourself. That is absolutely nothing. Not only is that nothing to be proud of abuse, it's child abuse and you should be absolutely ashamed When I watch these videos of this, this tells me there's nothing about these pride parades that reinforces that you're like anybody else and that this isn't anything sinful and that this isn't anything. But, you know, we're all the same and this is just normal. There's absolutely nothing normal and healthy about what I witnessed going on at that parade yesterday in the video. And just that that's just the video footage I saw. Let me tell you, it is time for us to be correct. I am not going to walk on eggshells around anybody in my life any more about it i'm done and let me tell you something else i've told my gay friends before your movement is not about civil rights for anybody when you want to take rights away from others there was a christian who was arrested at a gay pride event across the country in lancaster pennsylvania for doing nothing but standing there on public property reading scripture from the bible reading scripture from the bible We have a constitutional right to freely exercise our religion. We have a constitutional right to to assemble. (coughs) And all of that was violated with this this Christian being arrested. Mm. This is where we're at in this country. (coughs) As the uh, gay people were cheering, seeing this American Christian being arrested for doing nothing <laughs> i think <coughs> skins i'm gonna need to take a break because i'm getting a little tickle in my cough we're gonna take a break we come back i'm gonna go to the phones because i see we got some callers calling in so stay tuned i'm gonna drink some water i get all fired up when i'm talking about children listen if you're not if this isn't the hill you're gonna die on to save this country the sexual abuse of children then you don't care
Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. By the way, I still have not sampled Randy's donuts. They've come to famous Randy's out of L.A. Has come to San Diego. They're on the other side of the town, a uh, uh, town here. So I'm going to have to make a trip out to Randy's. If you have sampled Randy's, call me and let me know if they're any good. You can always email me at andreakshow.com. Give us a little call. Here, our 24-hour hotline is 844-814-5227. Joining me on the line now is our buddy, Disaffected Mike. Hello, my dear. <clears throat> Hi Andrew, how you doing? I am, I am. Uh, every every time Pride shows up, I am constantly and consistently uh, disappointed uh, in the gay, uh, lesbian, and bisexual community. Um, they've allowed the T's and the Q's to basically co-opt them. And as I told Mr. Potato Skin, any parent, whether they're gay, straight, I don't care, any parent who allows their child to view and be a witness to and be a part of this lewd and lascivious conduct should be criminally liable. Yep. And everybody involved and everybody involved in that, in that display should also be criminally liable. Uh, and, and, and that, that should be a fact. You are desecrating childhood when you take children to these venues and events. Why, why do, why does the alphabet mafia allowed to conduct themselves in public this way without any criminal action yet uh if anybody who's an h a heterosexual of course uh would even dare suggest that they should have a day much less an entire month of pride why the pearls get clutched really hard. Well, we're not even allowed to have pride. We're not even allowed to have pride as heterosexuals. Now, because no, the movement because the movement now is that that doesn't exist, that everybody is really trans. God, Jesus is we trans, they're trying to we tell us. You. Yeah, they're we trying to tell you. Right. The H has made you. Yeah. So Live with that. the reality is this. It doesn't matter what you cut off, what you inject in your body. You cannot change your gender. There is no such thing as gender affirming care. And let me tell you something, you know, pride people, you cannot have children. You can't you you cannot have children. So how what is there to take pride in? You defy science every day. It's not natural. Well, there I said it. Well, it's are- not natural. And by the way, it's just a, now it's another part of the um, the diminishing of women and the destroying of women. You know, the the, the left used to be about uh, saying that Republicans just want women barefoot and pregnant, and they're just they're just baby machines. Well, what do you think this LBGTQIXYZ movement's all about? Women are now just you just surrogates for you know a bunch of people, whether it's men and men together, or whether it's women that have had. Their uterus removed, or pretending that they're they're men, etc. Men having their winkies cut off, and now they can't get a woman pregnant. Who's who? So they've got to rely on that on the quote cisgender women out there to be pumping babies out for them. Andrea, understand something: the feminist movement has sold women short, and I want to emphasize this really well. The feminists in this country, from first wave all the way now to fourth wave feminism, has sold women short. They are not your friends. They have they have abandoned you because the because the T's and the Q's have swallowed women whole. Yep. They uh, they they have totally devoured the concept of what womanhood is, and they will not defend you. They won't speak up for you. They've completely disappeared. 
completely. Either either they put up or they or they basically decided that it's better to join that group and transmogrify themselves into one of them than it would be to stand up and say, I'm a feminist and I will not allow any woman to be swallowed whole by by the transgenderist movement and the queer theory movement anymore. Well, help me to understand disaffected, Mike, because I'm a woman and I don't get it. I don't get why any woman would vote Democrat. How? Well, first, well, I guess because Democrat period. Well, yeah, but let alone as a woman. I mean, you know, it's oh, Trump. One of the reasons that DeSantis supporters keep telling me Trump can't win the generals because he can't win over women and moms. Well, what? What? How? How? How could any Republican ever not get a woman's vote? I don't get it. You women out there, listen to me. Hang on to disaffect tonight. You women out there, you listen to me. If you can support this, explain yourself to me. Because you have led yourself and every other woman and your daughters and your granddaughters, you have led them like lambs to slaughter. Help me to understand why you would do that. What in the world has taken over your mind that you would participate in this? It's despicable. I'll tell you what's taken over their mind, and I've, I've told you this before. Radical Marxist, leftist, intersectional, social justice ideology is a weaponized ideology that infects the mind. They get them when they're small, children, pre-K to K, K through 12, all the way up to university. They infect this, literally rewrites their synaptic uh, uh, connections. When they're told this stuff day in and day out, over and over and over again, it becomes their entire worldview. And when they get out in the real world and they start seeing how things really work, they are gobsmacked by it. And they don't understand why us, normal, right, common sense thinking people, would be against this very thing of changing uh, the definitions of what sex and gender mean. And as you said it before, now they think everybody's a transsexual. They think everybody now is 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 uh, is queer curious. Okay, that's what that's what this is. They are allowed wholesale to start changing the definitions of what we've known traditionally as them to be. Biological sex and gender are synonymous with each other, and they've always been that way. Uh, a woman is, has two X chromosomes, and the biological fact that through this through sex through the through the biology of the sex selection system. Either she remains, either she remains a, man, a, a woman, or there's a Y chromosome injected through the sex selection system, and she becomes a male through other hormonal uh, methods uh, it, through biology. This is biological fact, but they're told day in and day out. No, well, but, but we've got to, we've got a, a lot of construct. we've got a lot of women that are voting Democrat and been voting Democrat long before we started pushing this on society. Now that so so there there's there's no excuse for any woman out there to be voting Democrat. There's no excuse for any woman out there to be supporting this. I, I think we're at a point as a Christian. I think we're at a point to where uh, there are none are so blind as those who won't see. This is a battle of good versus evil, and the scales are over people's eyes here in this country, and that's where we're at. Got to leave it there. Disaffected, Mike. We okay. always appreciate you when you call in. Thank you so much. Don't you agree, Skins, that that's it, when it, when it's this irrational, when we've gone this irrational to where our med schools are trying to instruct students that gender is a choice. Yeah, it doesn't, it, it doesn't back science. It's, it's absolutely it, it, it's, it's, it's insane. It's insane. I want to follow up because I was talking uh, last week. I got into a battle with some people. 
on uh, Facebook about the renaming of military inst- installations, and I was attacked by somebody that basically, if I if I not, if I'm not on board with taking the name Bragg off of a military institution, then I support slavery. I mean, it was insane, and I tried to get this individual to understand and others. There's a bigger picture picture thing at play here, right? And we've talked about it many times. It has nothing to do with the name of Bragg. What they want to do is they want to continue at constantly reinforcing America's bad, America's bad, America's founded. Well, now Target's donating to some group and they want to shut down Mount Rushmore. (laughs) Why? What is the argument? What are they saying? It was originally the land of indigenous people. Right. So there you have, I mean, Mount Ray want to take down Mount Rushmore. It's never going to end because it's not about brag. This is what I was trying to get you to understand on Facebook the other day. It's not about brag. And every time I tried to point out that it wasn't about brag, oh, but you don't know anything about brag. Oh my gosh. It's not about brag. It's about, it's about a, a strategy to every, all day, every day, look for more and more ways in which they can convince the American people that our foundation was it's one evil, that was rip it all down. evil, rip it all down. Here's a case and it's never going to end. You want to know how bad it is? Who even remembers Pete Wilson as governor of California? I barely even remember he was governor of California. When was he governor? I guess in the 90s, right? Well, in uh, there is a movement right now to remove the Pete Wilson statue that's on private land. Pete Wilson's statue's got to come down. <laughs> I'd bet my last dime right now that no more than 10 people listening to me remember who Pete Wilson is. Why does Pete Wilson's statue have to come down? Because in 1994, he agreed with legislation that would have denied illegal aliens in this country free public education. And for that, the statue has to come down, and it's on private land. So it's a twofer that they're going for. They're going for just a continued movement of, of cancel. It's, think of it this way. <clears throat> it's about cancel culture, and they're trying to cancel America. By canceling anybody that at any point might have possibly had a different opinion to them. This is not about Bragg. Not about Robert E. Lee. When they were able to get Dukes of Hazard taken off the TV, you should have wised up. That as was to a what, big deal, and people just laughed it off. People laughed it off, and here we are. Pete Wilson's got to go, and no, on private land, which is also a part of the play of you'll own nothing and be happy, because you don't have a right to have a statue on your private land if it doesn't jive with what we want. All connected. All connected. absolutely i don't think we have time to get into the we'll play the tim scott thing tomorrow night um you had an rfk clip that you wanted to play yeah because he's talking about the elections being fixed and to hear it from a democrat is super refreshing absolutely let's play this clip six when you go to new hampshire they vet you like you're running for a city council and they play this important gateway role for the Democratic Party and the Republican Party of forcing politicians to do real retail politics and to listen to what Americans are going through on the ground. And that's why it's so key to have that. And abolishing that primary in order to fix the election, it's like the Soviet state when the party picks the candidate and, you know, instead of the people. Boom. Election rigging. 
Hear that, DeSantis supporters? Because they're they're basically in completely that you know they're in election rigging denial mode. There's so many different ways in which the Democrats are working to control the outcome of our elections, and this is just one of them. Get rid of a primary that requires good old fashioned door to door retail politics. Well, you've actually because our government's supposed to be about a representation, your representative. You got to go out and you got to meet the people and you got to earn their vote, and they want to get rid of it. And that's why they want to get RFK Jr. off the, the the ballot. He also wants to seal the borders. Right. He also wants to seal the border. Let's see if we've got time to play that clip. And one Democrat challenging the president for the nomination is upping his travel schedule, heading to the southern border tonight. Over the next three days, be meeting with people from the Border Patrol and elsewhere to try to formulate policies. Uh, that will seal the border permanently and stressing the school systems, stressing the, the social service systems for people who are already, for Americans who are already struggling. With, it needs to be turned off. So that was RFK. Absolutely. That- it needs to be turned off. He could have gone farther, but you know what? What, what I like about that clip is that it's just it, it's just so common sense. And you know what? And he's actually getting media play. We'll see if they cover his trip to the border. My guess is I doubt it, but I hope so. Yeah. Um, speaking of election shenanigans and election theft, I've got a story to share with you guys tomorrow. Guess what was proven in terms of 2020 and about and thievery involving about 800,000 ballots across all the contested states? We're going to share that story with you tomorrow. And why does the FBI, why did the FBI themselves now say that they feared the whistleblower over the $5 million bribery scheme would be killed if they were unmasked? We're going to talk about all those topics tomorrow. And of course, Quack will be with us on Tuesday to have some fun with Quack Quack and the Whack. whack, Quack and the Whack. Follow me on all the socials. Email me at andreacasio.com. Our 24-hour hotline is 844-814-5227. Peace out. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.